This is HNN. Good evening. This is HNN. The Hollow Table News Network is you're not even remotely close to around the clock Star Wars, Galaxy of Heroes, news, reactions, reviews, theory crafting, and more source. I am Celia Xera, one of your hosts, and I am joined, as usual, by my host, co-host, Pico Burrito. How are you? I'm good. How are you? You're doing great. Um, I want to get off the rails. <laughs> I, I want to get off the rails already. Oh, so, man. Can, can we nerd out for a second? Can, yeah. can we play like, like, did you nerd for, for a moment? I, I was going to say, can we nerd out <laughs> during this two hour? <laughs> All right. I, I, I've got to start with the question. Does the CW exist in Canada? Yes. Okay. So like you're familiar with the concept of Felicity, right? Yes. Okay. Like I was worried, like, cause I know y'all have your, your Degrassi thing and, and, and that that's very CW. And I didn't know if like, maybe there was an army of Canadian Mounties, like preventing, you know, the American CW content from, from getting over. No, we've so, got we've got our Degrassi and Letterkenny. Yeah. And, oh, absolutely. CW. Okay. So my mind was blown tonight. My, my wife and I got into it. We're, we're talking about this. Um, so Felicity, Carrie okay. Rose, our our, our Zori Bliss. Mm-hmm. She's on uh, was in the movie because JJ Abrams created felicity oh but and i knew that like i i knew that and and um greg grunfield who played uh rex the kind of the heavy set x-wing pilot that was that's been like he was in it as well in the first episode because of that do you know who he co-created felicity with who matt reeves really who created the new batman recently and has done all of these huge action movies so these two like action sci-fi kind of you know big big budget movie things did this weird coming of age thing on on the cw and they created it it was not like they were asked to run it they Mm -hmm. they wrote and created it and now i just want to meet these two and and not ask them any questions about the batman or about star wars or any you know or any of these other things like how did this happen like you, (laughs) you guys clearly just decided like we should do this. <laughs> so he was just like, "Yeah, I want you to come back." It's, yeah, it's so not he, come back, but come on, he, come on board. He's pulled them into a lot of different things, and, and uh, this this Greg Grunfeld, I guess they grew up together. I got into a Wikipedia hole on this last night because when and we'll get into Zori Bliss. I just needed to look at pictures of Carrie Rhodes' hair because it still just blows my mind from from the nineties that, that <laughs> weird curly hair thing, um, but. He he brings a lot of people along with that from that that side, but it's it was just yeah it, it was yeah and as Mole Pokey pointed out, uh, she she was uh, Amy Jo Johnson, who was the original Pink Ranger, was in that show as well. So it's just that, but the whole J.J. Abrams things, Matt Matt Reeves just just blew my mind. Um, again, I wanted to get off the rails on this right away. It it's just it's so weird. It, yeah, just just can't wrap my head around it. So I love it. Perfect. We're we're starting it <laughs> off. We're starting off great. Oh man. Um, cool. So obviously we're going to get into Zori. Yeah. That's basically the news, but do you want to go over, um, H and N for good before we jump into everything? 
Yeah. So you, uh, folks, H&M for Good, we announced this a couple of months ago. We're learning. We're going to talk about this at the beginning of the show instead of at the end. Hopefully, make sure we're catching people. But um, we are in our first official month of H&M for Good, and we're, we're out there trying to raise some money this month. We've uh, decided that our ch charity that we're going to support is the Michael J. Fox Foundation uh, for... Uh, and I can't believe I just drew a, Parkinson's. Drew a Parkinson's disease. Thank you. As I drew a complete blank on that. Um, we have currently raised $39. It's not a lot, but also that's $39 more than what we've done in the beginning. So I think this is, again, this is a groundswell that we're going to continue to build on. Mm -hmm. um, the plan is on the 31st of the month, we will pull the money out of Patreon. With Patreon. We will make our donation. Um, and we need to start thinking about what we want to do at the end of February. So what we're going to do is tomorrow... Um, I will be popping into Discord and I will be tagging the entire server because I think this is a case that tagging the server is good. Uh, we'll tag it. We'll get a room set up and I want to start getting recommendations on kind of where we think uh, is a good place uh, to, to donate money to in the month of February. So uh, yeah. I think there's a lot of great ideas. I've got some suggestions, maybe theme based, um, but happy to start getting some, some folks feedback. And again, we'll make sure that we're tagging folks and understand where those links are. Um, we'll get the links to to where the Patreon is set up as well. So um, again, very thankful for everyone that that's taking the time out to go and and uh, and put in a donation for this point. It's greatly appreciated and, and understand. Uh, it's awesome you all are on the, the ground floor of something I think is going to be really great. So yeah, I'm pretty excited about this. It's going to be yes. fun. Awesome. Uh, cool. So, do we want to talk about Zori? I think we should. I think we should. That's or as as. Lucy, as the fox pointed out, and I can't believe I forgot this because this is a classic. Mr. Feeney's niece. I I did not know that. I I, 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 I am like I can I can visualize her and Eric right now. Like it's in my brain. I can see the scene. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay. Uh <laughs> so sorry, Bliss looking like a power ranger as everyone has pointed out multiple yes. times have you read her kit i so i did and it's it's um man it, I, i'm not going to pick on it for being a book i just i i think there are better ways to describe some of the things that they're trying to do and i get what they're what they're picking at so mm. um okay it's much have, have you read it no, I was going to read it yesterday and then I got lost in Meathead's Spice Girls puns. Yeah. And Which I was just like, all right. I actually liked, uh, I'll be honest. I, I thought the Spice Girl puns were great. I thought it was, I thought it was a cool, like, oh, if you kind of got, if you were in on the joke, it made sense. But um, again, I'm, I'm of a certain age that the Spice Girls were a very, very important part of my life. So he forgot two of them. I know. I know. Um, can, can I also, before we get into this, cause I'm, I'm looking at the first image of, of, of Zori and she's got that weird thing coming out of the back of her helmet. Yeah. And, and I can only picture Carrie Rhodes hair from 1996 shoved into the back of that because it's the only thing they can do to get a helmet on her head. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> Oh man. Oh well. Um, so you want me to read? Yeah, go for okay. it. Um yeah. Awesome. So do you want to jump straight to the kit and skip all of this like inspiration? Yeah, we'll we'll skip tribute. some of the inspiration pieces. Uh I, I guess my first question is, did this surprise you? Did it 
did it surprise you that, that this is the direction that they went? I'm just, yeah, I, I feel like they should have brought her out a while ago. Yeah. It feels like very odd timing. Yes. I, I then think again, so I'm like everything this year feels like odd timing. So <laughs> I guess yeah. we're fitting in with the theme of things. Yeah. It just, it just feels, and now I'm like, what else are you going to bring out from yeah. this yeah. time? Uh, are are we going to get evil BB-8 for my right. for my evil droid squad? Oh, you could have a full evil droid squad. <laughs> All right. So let's jump into uh, Zori Bliss, who is a light side support, resistance, scoundrel, and smuggler. Uh, it's a good time to be a scoundrel and a smuggler these days is is what it sounds like more than anything else they are uh, the, the biggest faction in the game they are um and and i think as we'll talk about maybe a little bit around some character stuff today starting to find some really weird unique interactions with them because we're not used to maybe using some of the scoundrel smugglers as scoundrel smugglers um uh, so stealth empowers her ability, her abilities with additional effects improves damages and bonuses when her squad triggers exposes Newsflash, Finn squads trigger exposes. There's mm-hmm. a lot of exposes in that case. Um, can bolster resistance tanks with max health and protection recovery. We will get into some of the questions because there are actually some really good questions about her kit that I actually didn't think of when I went through this. So we'll we'll see where this makes a little bit of sense. Okay. Um, we're going to skip over the inspiration and some of the, the strategy stuff. Um, and she is a marquee character. So... The first ability is her basic, the twin E851 blasters. Final text, deal physical damage twice to target enemy. If Zori is stealthed, this attack can't be evaded and dispel all buffs on target enemy. For each buff dispelled this way, resistance allies recover 10% health. Nice. So very cool. Very good. Special one, captain's medallion of a cooldown of four. Final text, dispel all debuffs on resistance allies. Always helpful. Mm -hmm. For each debuff dispelled, resistance allies gain 5% turn meter. Mm -hmm. Non-unaligned force user resistance tanks. So what did did we agree that this was going to be called today? Was this the... uh, NERTS. The NERTS. The the non-unaligned force user resistance tanks, or the NERTS, gain taunt or get taunt for one turn and protection up for 50% for two turns. Zori gains stealth for two turns. Call all resistance allies to assist. So again, nice, nice little uh, little ability there, although on a four-turn cooldown. Special two, I've done worse for a lot less. Again, a cooldown of four. Final text, deal physical damage to target enemy. This attack deals 30% damage for each exposed triggered, stacking a max of 300% until oh. this ability is used. If Zori is stealthed, inflict healing immunity on target enemy for two turns. If target enemy is exposed, stun them for one turn. If this ability defeats an enemy, expose all enemies for one turn, which can't be resisted. Holy. I heard you light exposes in your exposes is what that comes down to. Well, Uh, yeah, I'm like looking at him like, okay, so she's going to deal extra damage for the exposes. Yep. Um triggered so triggered as in that have been applied or that she's hitting on the target enemy i i believe triggered is hitting on the target okay um 
because an expose is applied as part of a debuff and it is triggered as part of an attack option or attack action. At least that's right. that's the way I think about it in, in my head. That That's uh, how I'm thinking about it as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so she's basically, she's going to trigger them and then be like, okay, you can have them back. Yeah. Now, what I don't understand though is for each exposed triggered stacking max 300% until this ability is used. That's what I don't get either. So that makes me wonder if it's kind of like Kat's Shien and every time, like say you give it to Ahsoka, she attacks yeah. out of turn, Cat gains more offense. So I'm like, maybe every time you pop and expose without this ability, she's stacking more offense. Yeah. You know, or I, damage, I, sorry. I wonder if this doesn't. It'll be interesting to see if like maybe we get a blue buff associated with this one. It's very like I, I just yeah, I just want to know what it is. And if there was only a vehicle to ask CG these types of questions and get a response back for clarification. <laughs> if only. <laughs> um, but again, it, I think the other piece with this, again, if, just think about all the exposes that are being triggered from, from that side. And, and every one of those triggers is going to give TM back to the team. It's going to take TM away from, it's going to take TM away from the enemy. Yeah. Um, so uh, unique one, uh, There, uh, there's more of us, which is a Zeta and an Omicron. Oh. Uh, final text if wow. ally and the leader is a non-unaligned force user resistance so okay. i'm from this point forward it's i'm going to say if it's not ray yeah <laughs> that's that, not that, ray. that's what this is um so if the leader is not ray resistance allies have 100 percent potency while they have more allies than enemies and 35 speed when they have equal or fewer allies than enemies. Oh. So okay. in, in PvP, you start with plus 35 speed. Yep. You take something out and you get 100% potency. Right. On a team that's functionally built around potency, that's going to be pretty crazy. Yeah. And then uh, you're, and it doesn't, and in that case, you would drop the 35 speed. Yes. But yes. it doesn't matter because you're triggering your turn meter train. Yeah, absolutely. The, the 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 train is on the tracks. It's it's moving at this point. Yeah. So uh, whenever Zori uses an ability while stealth, and the ally in the leader slot and Poe, or so whenever she triggers stealth, the ally in the leader slot and Poe gain retribution for one turn. If Poe is taunting, he also gains crit hit immunity for one turn. Okay. Now there's two things here. The leader is going to be a taunting tank in Finn, right. likely. What they said in the QA is Poe is Poe. That's either OG Poe or New Poe will actually get retribution, which is why the, the clause is there around taunting, because only one of the two Poes taunts in that case. Right. So uh, whenever a resistance ally has less than 100% turn meter, and gains bonus turn meter, they gain 35% offense stacking for one turn. So hit and expose, everybody gets 35% offense up. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's great. It, it's uh damage will not be a problem. Whenever resistance ally without tenacity up gains tenacity up, all other resistance allies without tenacity up gain tenacity up for one turn. 
Wait, what? Whenever Everson Dallas that... Yeah. So as long okay. as someone gets tenacity up, the entire team gets tenacity up. Okay. Which I believe comes from Finn's kit mm-hmm. when he does his uh his cleanse. His cleanse. The... Yeah. So days now doesn't become a problem on this team as well. So that that becomes kind of one of the advantages there. Um Whenever a non-unaligned force user resistance tank taunts, they gain 15% max health for the rest of the encounter. And whenever taunt expires on them, they recover 15% protection. (laughs) And then while in Grand Arena, and there are no Galactic Legend allies, and all allies are resistance, so you can use Jedi Training Ray, but not Ray Ray. If the ally in the leader slot is non-unaligned force user resistance... Whenever Zori is stealth at the start of her turn, all enemies without expose are inflicted with expose for one turn, which can't be evaded or resisted. Oh man, so. which is going to trigger more turn meter. Yes. yes. Oh man. Uh, unique two spice runner skills, which is a Zeta as well, so two Zetas on her. Zori gains stealth for two turns at the start of each encounter. Smuggler <laughs> allies have 35% accuracy and health steal. Whenever an ally triggers an expose, all allies recover 5% protection. The first time each resistance or smuggler ally falls below 100% health, that ally gains 100% turn meter. If that ally was a non-tank, also gain protection up for 100% and stealth for two turns. If that ally was a tank, gain damage immunity and taunt for one turn instead. If this damage immunity or stealth is dispelled, all allies recover 100% protection. So you're just, they're going to get, a, we're going to, they're going to get a couple of turns without, without dying. That's really what it comes down to. Yeah. And then whenever Zora uses an ability while stealth, smuggler allies gain buffs based on their roles. Attackers critical damage up, healers and sports speed up, and mm-hmm. tanks get critical hit immunity for two turns. Man. I don't see them really see her being with smuggers very often no i i'm sure someone will think of something wild to do with her there but i don't yep. see it man so I, I mean it's 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 an interesting kit from the standpoint of you know and they said they they wanted to breathe a little bit of life back into the original you know finn resistance team Mm-hmm. And all she's doing is just amplifying all the things that that team does really well. It's it's it, it's almost like let's not give Finn a rework right. uh, to kind of bring him in line with where we needs to be around his leadership. We're just going to put a character in that just kind of amplifies everything that his leadership really does. Right, exactly. Which is fine by me. Yes, absolutely. Um, and again, I, there's there's a lot of words around, you know, on, on our unique one around, you know, resistance this, resistance that. Mm-hmm. I think it's a pretty straightforward kit. Do things to trigger exposes, shoot exposes, get turn meter, take another turn. Right. Um, it's not, yeah, it's not that. It's not that crazy. And I mean, her unique is, is insane. Yes. Insanely long. <laughs> yes. There's there's a lot there. A lot of um, points. Um, yeah, I'm like Lion Sinister saying you can't use JTR, but I I don't see that as a problem. No, I don't either. You run Finn, Poe, her, Zori, and then 
trooper and pilot. Yep. There's yeah. your there's your exposed train and turn meter train. Yeah, it, it's it it actually kind of pulls the droids out of that as well because you know R two would slot under that team from time to time, three PO would slot under that team from time to time. Um, honestly, it, and and I I ran this the last two days. Um, I know people won't believe this, but a Relic Seven Zeta Rose does a ton of turn meters because of, of the way her her special or her first special works. But she's going to come out of that team, and it's going to be Zori that's going to slot into that. And Rose kind of goes back to the bench for a lot of people in that right. case that are using it. But um, I, I think it's a solid kit. I I think the more exciting thing for people, um, and this kind of gets into the Q and A, is it looks like we're going to get her ship as well. Right. So let's look at the let's look at the Q and A then. Because yep. yeah. That it does look like we're getting her yeah. ship. Which is fine. But we need more ships. Yes, we do. Uh and you know, to, to that point, and I you know, I saw some conversation in a couple of Discord channels over the past couple of days around, you know, well, we still need two more ships in the first order. We need still we need two more ships here. I I, I think we all need to start coming to the realization that five ships is a mm -hmm. complete ship squad. Right. The extra two slots, it's great if you can stick something there, but five is really what we should be targeting for, for a ship fleet because we really didn't, don't get past five ships in, in battles anymore. Yeah. And, uh, and those two that you're adding in at the end, you're really just taking them for their reinforcement bonus if yeah. you need it in an emergency type situation. Yeah. Um, yeah, so five would be good. And a new resistance ship would put them at five, which I think is kind of where the magic number sits. So, um, we're going to skip over a lot of the joke questions, although I do love this one because I don't know if it was a joke or not, but will there be any Ben Solo synergy? Um, <laughs> uh, Zori synergy was built around lifting underused resistance characters. Ben Solo was designed to lift your galactic legend Ray or Ray Jedi training, as such, there is no intended synergy between these characters. With Zori's addition, you'll be pleased. You can build two squads, one around Zori and one around Ben Solo. Yeah. Or, at no point in any of the Star Wars movies has Zori Bliss or, or Ben Solo even been aware either one of them existed, let alone interacted together on a screen. Right. There's no point in making that happen. So, And Ben is not resistance. He's not resistance. He's just a guy. In he's fact, just there. He's just there yeah. for Ray. In in fact, he's on a line force user, so we want to stay away from that. Right. Um, so again, I think this question is is relevant. Mm -hmm. um, I'm interested in your take on this. Why isn't Babu Frick part of Zori's kit? Mm -hmm. um, and it is he is just not a character in Galaxies of, of, of Heroes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Give me Babu Frick. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah yeah uh we're gonna we're gonna skip around here because i think uh these next two pieces and, and this is one i missed i did not pick on this but uh when can we expect zori's ship the comeuppance to boost the resistance fleet mm -hmm. um when adding ships to the game we consider every unit that has been seen piloting or acting as a crew on a ship yeah that's a very telling comment because i think as you pointed out today mm -hmm. zori has a co-pilot yeah, Babu Frick's in that ship when they come to the Battle of is Battle of Exegol, is that right? Yeah. Uh he, he's there. He pops up. 
that's uh that's exciting so uh, maybe he's coming what if we get babu freaking evil c3po like as a chupio type thing oh which that would be interesting because um dar in our guild was pointing out today babu Frick is gonna be tiny to like yeah. try and select yeah so you could have him like working on c3po yeah which is what i would do for one of his abilities like reset yep. all droid cooldowns or something yeah um but oh man yeah, I was trying to think of a way to make him a little bit bigger. Like, how do you, how do you make him? Because like I'm I'm having problems with both GMY and Hermit Yoda on on a couple of teams that I use right now, and and they're I think much bigger than than Babu Frick from that side. So right. Um, well, and Mole Pokey pointed out today too that her uh, crystal she's got a ton of packs coming up, and her usual like I think he. I think it was the usual marquee one he was talking about. So maybe he can correct me if I'm wrong. Um, it runs or is available for a shorter period of time than usual. Interesting. Right? That's what I yeah. thought. I was like, so are you ending it early because something else is coming? Or are they going to move to two weeks and they're just not telling us? Or something to a shorter period of time, they're just not telling us. So Right. Um, so... This, and we, we talked about this in the kit, and I think this is a, an interesting one. In, in Zori's first unique, it's calling out Poe Dameron or mm -hmm. any Poe, regular or resistance. Um, and then there was another comment. Zori's first unique mentioned synergy with Poe. Is it a specific version? It's any Poe. So it works in, in, in either or, um, although I'm really not sure why you'd use resistance hero Poe in that case. No. Um, and this is, again, I, I think this is a really important piece to point out as well so zori's unique gives resistance tanks a bonus to max health when they taunt mm -hmm. does this apply to all taunts even those applied by other characters such as zori's first special because she gives taunt to other characters as part of that or wat tambor's bactoid shield generator or only taunt abilities used by the tank and themselves mm -hmm. and it says any tank will or any taunt will work even those applied by other characters so the pieces of her unique, if you were to have Watt as part of the team, that would actually count for that side. Which is um, wild. It, it is, but where, where I think that that's really important is on Finn's first special. Yeah. Um, and I forget what that, that ability is called, the one that they brought in. But um, part of that is, uh, I think it's inspiration. It's not inspiration, but it's something to that effect. When there's a trigger action to cause taunt to come into effect. Mm -hmm. So that should trigger the unique when, when Finn automatically turns taunt up on himself as part of that. Right. You you so, think so? Yeah. I'm going to have to refresh uh, this kit. I looked through it today and there was, there was pieces of them like, I, cause it, it's the, you put the taunt up when their their debuffs on and then you do the shoot shoot. And that's all that you really kind of do for the whole thing. That that's, Finn's kit in a nutshell. So, right. Um, so, interesting character. Uh, let me. Do you? So, do you think this is this is another one of CG's fill in the gap characters, or do you think that this is a this is a trend that we're going to see? Like, we're going to get a couple of of characters in this kind of this era. 
Well, that's what I'm curious about because there are other characters you could pull from this easily and her ship as well, which they seem to be really hinting at. But then I'm also like, we have the, the return of the Jedi, I think it's return of the Jedi anniversary coming up. Um, So where, where are they going? Yeah. I feel like whenever we think we're getting a filler character, they end up being useful anyway. Yeah. Even if it is like a one-off filler. So th- th- there's there's uh, two thoughts. Up. The first is my immediate reaction was, are we seeing CG now start to take the characters that are in-game but not available and move them to available? Like, is, is this the first step that we'll see for Scout Trooper or the Purge Trooper right. or Crosshair? And, mm-hmm. you know, and those types of those types of characters to round these things out. Um, that was the first. The second, and and I, I don't, again, interested kind of your thoughts on, on usage. I think she's going to be phenomenal in territory battles. Yep. Because finding that OG Finn Omni mm-hmm. is starting to be pretty good. Mm-hmm. I don't know about PvP. In the PvP I, game modes. I don't know. Like I I I don't know what you would do with this team that you're not already doing. Yeah. Right? Like you're not gonna take down gas. You're not gonna yeah. take down the Jedi Knight Luke, Jedi Knight Revan. Yep. You know. Um so I could I could one hundred percent see it be more PVE focused, which is interesting because her Omicron is GAC. Yeah, yeah. So what I think what's what's interesting about it is um, if you look at the teams that that CG has propped back up, the the way they really they're working is. They have to be very, very fast, and they're kind of all turn meter trains. Yeah, like there's, there's, there's just zero way to put survivability back on those old characters. So, I and I, I didn't look to see how fast she is, but it is a case that she can just get them that first ter- turn off, and she can kind of turn over a bunch of turns from that side, mm-hmm. um, which again now becomes a big mod dependent conversation. But if they can't go first, it's it's just not going to happen. And I don't see people going through and modding, you know, Poe and Finn to get enough speed on them to go first or, or scenarios that that um you know at least in like maybe the k1 and the k2 you need really fast characters to guarantee that you're gonna go first right exactly so and i don't know how you speed them up without pulling yeah. dro- droids onto the team yep to, but then you need to pull bb8 to get like the the term meter bonus and i don't think you want to do that yeah yeah so uh, and, and I you know I, I do think that that Mole Pokey makes a great point and he said it feels like it that she'll be early or should be good in mid game but but not late game yeah and I think that's a fair point because if you're going for Ray it does allow you to take a lot of those characters that you need for Ray where you're probably doing that in mid game in a lot of cases or earlier mid game and you know maybe you, you you slide her in and you you've now got two teams kind of built out of that Ray squad um, you know as opposed to to just one from from that side so. Um, yeah yeah and you can make use of them elsewhere I wonder yeah. if she would be good if that would make like an uh, interesting um, 
like raid team as well. No, I I mean I don't think it would yeah. for challenge pit, but it'd be interesting because wasn't the reason why they changed Finn Finn was because of what he was doing in H Sith, like phase three, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Um thought there was maybe like a Finn comp that if you could get it into phase three, you could do phase three, you could bridge three to four and kind I of burn so. through everything from that that side. So Yeah. I don't know, but I, I'm not mad that we're getting more characters. No, I'm not either. Uh, excited for another ship too. So yeah, I, and I mean, I think you and I have said this several times, and and have kind of been like beating this, particularly when it comes to territory battles. Is there's going to be characters coming yeah. that will be useful that aren't in platoons that are going to change how things progress. Um. So I think this is just the start of that. Yeah. Well, you know, and what, what's interesting is, is you said it because we were talking before the show, you know, we had a we had a slight range trooper problem today that while well, we only needed two of them in platoons, there are a couple of people that had fin omnis, and of course they were the ones that had, you know, that 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 character up. So mm-hmm. maybe this is a case that if if we pull resistance trooper out, which is was the, really the backbone of the damage dealer of that team. Yeah. What does it look like if you pull that the resistance trooper out and can she slot in and fill a lot of that same role because she's generating a, th- a bunch of exposes because that's really what resistance trooper does is at its special is is when it when it hits it also exposes yeah so if she can generate a lot of those herself may, maybe that's you know that that's how we kind of get around some of that as well and just provides a little bit of territory battle flexibility so yeah, yeah exactly you keep uh keep going from there yeah um Cool. So I think that's it for Zori. And then we just got a content update today, yep. which is not that exciting. Very light on details in there as well. Um, yeah. I mean, Iden is accelerated if you don't yeah. have her done. Uh, Zori's marquee is coming. Sauna is not yet farmable, which everyone was kind of hoping would be today. But a lot of people have pointed out that she went to shipments earlier than the murder bots did, um, which was probably because of the Christmas holidays and stuff. Yep. So she's probably still relatively on target time-wise for how long it's been from the marquee before she actually becomes farmable. And we also, we're, we know that we're going to get some level of content update next week because they have yes. to bring in the new Conquest character Yes. Uh, for before Monday, a week from, a week from Monday. So um, yes. we'll, we'll see something next week. Yeah, we will. And then they also posted a nice little like line at the bottom. The yeah. next update will have pending Territory Battle 3 fixes due to there being no TB running at the time of the fix. Yeah. I will say... I read this and this is just a case of like how you can read the English language multiple ways. I read this as like them saying right now there is no territory battle happening. So they can't make any changes because there's nothing for them to to verify. And I was like, what? And and then I clued in. They don't want to do it during territory battles, which is how it should be phrased, but whatever. Semantics. 
Have you been burned by the IP, IPD bug? Um, I've had it. It hasn't burned me. I had five of them come at me in a row with their nuke move. Oh, oh, they kept nuking you. They kept it one after another. They they took five turns in a row and, and nuked me. And it was just like, come on. I'm wondering it, it, if... It, 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 I, I lost my way because of it. Uh, okay, so look, this is going to be actually a really great transition that you brought this up yeah. because um, Sith Nair Dryden was asking in chat just now what we think the bug fixes are going to be for yep. territory battles um, and whether or not they're going to touch the Reva mission. So this IPD thing, one, I, it has to be fixed, first of yeah. all. Like they really need to address it, but it's not a territory battle bug because this happens in Conquest. So... On the Sector yeah. 4 mini boss, there is the summoned IPD, and you can get the exact same bug there where multiple yeah. IPDs will summon. Because I, everyone's like, oh, this is happening. I'm like, this happens in Conquest because that's where I first noticed it. Yeah. And um, you can see it. I, I noticed it at first because I was I was doing a battle in Conquest. Uh, I don't even remember which one it was, but it doesn't matter. And you can see the like health bar flicker go like back. So if you're yeah. hitting one and then, and then the other one is taking its turn, but then it goes back to the, it's wild. And I was like, there's two here. That's I. Or more than two, however in, many in your case, five. They acknowledge that as a, they acknowledge that before Christmas, correct? Man, they have to have. I, 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 I thought I thought they said that they saw, it, but it was just like, look, we we just don't have time to get it fixed. So, um, so they they have to get they have to fix that because yeah. the problem is if you have multiple there and multiple are taunting, you can't yes. get around. Yeah. Like it's just it's just irritating. Yeah. Um, I haven't had it burn me specifically. I have been extremely frustrated with it. So it got me, um, I lost Jedi Master Luke. Oh, God. But I had Jolie there, and then they sent the explosion bots one after another, and Jolie didn't, was the only Jedi that didn't make it past that. Yeah. And it was just, it was over at that point, so. Oh, man. Um, uh, yeah, they need to fix that. They need to fix the patron bug. So when you go to, if you go into territory battles from the shortcut on the home screen, yep. anything that you look at in game in terms, in, in territory battles, in terms of like who's deployed, who's done combat missions, like the guild list, it's all voided out and just says yep. patron. And if you look in the platoons, it doesn't tell you who platooned what. Yeah. yeah they're just filled in as if they've been platooned but if you go to territory battles from the guild's homepage screen it doesn't have that bug but i think at least the the name bug today i hit it i went back to the main screen mm -hmm. and then i went back in through the right hand side button and it was resolved was it so it, it almost feels like if, if you go in the first time you go in, you've got a you've got a, a null data set or whatever it is, and then the the second time you go back, everything's populated from from that side. And okay, it's it's a it's a it's a minor functional bug. Planning for the for for officers, I think it's a, it's a bigger impact of trying to understand where everyone is from that side. Right. Uh, I think the IPD bugs a, a big one. Yes. Um, 
we need to understand what's going on with the scythe mission. I I think yeah. it's bugged. I think I think those are the, that that stuff is bugged. So, um, um, yeah, that scythe mission is. I mean, both that one and Geo. I think I think the thing to me is, um. I can acknowledge, I, I, I can I can see the frustration, and I and I one hundred percent in the frustrated camp with this because you spend three months working on conquest to get yeah. the character unlocked in the shortest amount of time possible. You um, uh, get Grand Inquisitor because you need it to even yeah. unlock the ship, right? Like you can't otherwise just sit, it's sitting in your roster. You can't use it, and then. You just get blown up out of the gate. And yeah. I can acknowledge CG not necessarily wanting to give us the solution to the puzzle right away, especially for something like territory battles where they want to future proof it and make it so that you want to have content for the next two, three years, however many years and release things that make it easier. However, I should not have hard targeting on my site right out of the gate that I can't even try to get to my first reinforcement. Yeah. Like I can understand it maybe not being the only puzzle piece that we need and being like, oh, okay, like I got halfway through and it looked okay, but there's still something missing that I could be more on board with, on board with the straight up, like utter destruction. I'm like, well, it's just a bad taste. And, and it's, it's sector one. Like the, that, yeah. that's part of the problem is as well. And it's, it, I, I hope it's bugged because I, I, I hope that someone didn't sit there and, and say, we've had people waiting three months to get this thing. Mm-hmm. They're going to unlock it. The first thing that we're going to give them is an opportunity to use it in a mission. And literally they're never going to get a turn. Right. You know, and it's, a lot of people are walking into this with, you know, relic eight pilots. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 overbuilt for for what the requirement is for stepping into the into the zone. To your point, it it is it is a hard target with malice at the yeah. site to to make that go down. So and I was having this conversation earlier, and I I was saying I was like, okay, what can I change in my lineup? Because I want to take yeah. Executrix. I try, I've try. i tried it with Executrix and I've tried it with Executor because yeah. I've seen both people try or both both ways tried, I should say. Um, and then what can I take with it? Should I make it the reinforcement? Like yeah. what what is the deal? And then I was like, okay, well, you want to bring in some... And I took in... So for clarity's sake, I took in Scythe, Imperial, Bomber, and... Yeah. Imperial TIE fighter were my starting three. And then today when I was going to do the mission again on Geonosis, which is a whole other bag of worms, <laughs> but um, I was like, okay, maybe I should take Houndstooth instead of Imperial bomber because I'm, I'm going to fail the executor mission because I platooned my razor crest because yep. whatever, it doesn't matter. But um, anyway, so I was like, I'll probably fail that. So maybe I take my Houndstooth here. And then I was like, it doesn't actually matter because no one taunts, yeah. not a single ship taunts that you could take to protect your scythe unless they get a turn to create an action to yeah. make them taunt. And they don't get to take a turn 
because they hard target your scythe right away out yeah. of the gate and your scythe is gone. Well, and again, surprised to see this. The scythe is by far the slowest ship in the game, period, end of statement. I mean, it, it is it is slower than, than the, Hux, uh, the, the Hux shuttle. So even though there's some survivability built into the scythe kit, you're just never going to get a turn. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, everybody's going to go before that. So, um, you know, I, we'll see where it lands. I, I, it's funny as you were saying that there is not, we don't have a ship in the game with a pre-taunt, do we? No, I was thinking about this and I'm like, there is not a single ship that pre-taunts. Club they Sergeant have... doesn't pre-taunt. Maybe, but you can't use them on dark side. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it it is there. I can't think of a single one. There are ships that will do it, but it's part of their reinforcement ability. So, like Boba, for example. Um. So, yeah, you need you need that. Fox, I, I totally agree. You could take a weak ship, but. In in the case of territory battles, that's not going to work. You can't take them, yeah. So like, so Vox made a comment that that uh, uh, Skeltrix um, put a put a couple of videos out around ways around it, and and I, I joked in our our show notes. Um, you know, I, I watched Skeltrix video, and I think he said he was like twelve times in a row he ran the the scythe against um, profundity counter, and it worked. Mm-hmm. You know, every time I ran it ten times in the last two days. And I never got a turn with my scythe in right. any of the ten times. It it, it so it, and again, RNG is RNG, and I know people are having success. So I I think that I'm I'm the outlier on it, which means you know I'm gonna I'm gonna be right for that. And, and I think in in PvP, it, it's a it's a off meta counter to a to the meta ship, and I'm okay with it with with how it's functioning in PvP. Like I'm I'm okay with that. Um, it just seems short-sighted in territory battles. It does. Yeah. You know? it, it just, it feels, and then I, I'm like, okay, well, maybe we get a different capital ship. I'm like, but it calls out, Scythe yeah. calls out specifically yeah. Executrix in its kit. So what's a different capital ship going to do? And, and what's funny about it also is, so if we look at the mandatory kind of characters in the territory battles so far, the Java team, Mm-hmm. Rex face. Yeah. The Afro team, Rex face. Mm-hmm. Inquisitors, Rex face. And then the Scythe maybe gets out of the hangar. <laughs> right. You know, it, so it, it just, it feels like something's off. Like that, that, that's the, uh, uh, you know, I'll, 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 I'll figure it out. We'll, we'll figure it out from there. So um, we'll see what happens. Yeah. So, We'll see. Uh, in terms of other fixes, uh, Sithnar was specifically mentioning the Reva mission. I don't think they can touch the Reva mission. I think now you've had three runs of it yeah. working how it is um, to change it now. like I, th- I think if they were going to address it, they needed to address it right away. Or Even if they weren't going to fix it, they needed to put a post out right away um acknowledging it and then the other thing is i don't know if you have seen this or not 
Um, I think you might have. I think I might have sent you the link. Um, or I, I at least posted it in our like strategy chat, but for territory battles. Barbarossa ran the Riva mission with I think he has like an, an emulator where he can tweak the enemy kits, etc. And he essentially turned Scavenger's unique on to how it is supposed to yeah. be functioning, and it's not functioning that way right now. It makes the mission look impossible. He turned it on, and all of the Inquisitors had anywhere between 10 and 15 thermals. Yeah. Before the uh first wave was uh over three of them were dead and the two that were standing which included ninth sister and one of the other ones not gi uh were already in the yellow heading into into wave two so you're you're basically you're essentially screwed you have no no cleanse yep (laughs) and half of more than half of your health gone all of your protection gone so I don't see how they can touch that mission. I don't think they want to. And, and I don't think they want to either. Look, let's put Cam to the side because he's the outlier. The the Cam mission is of the four, of the four character. Well, now five characters that we've seen. Mm-hmm. The Cam mission is the outlier in this case. All of the others, they want you to put time and energy into a character. They want you to build a team. They want mm-hmm. you to remod, understand the mechanics, and then push forward on the mission and be successful. Right. I mean, there there was, if you look at Watt, yes, a lot of us auto it now, or autoing it at the end, but there was a very specific set of things that you needed to do in that case. You, know, you had to have your team fast enough so that you got around the refresh of the ability that that pulled the block off of or the 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 special extra damage little buff that went on the accolade. Like you had to you had to race him around to that so that your refresh was off to, to to make it go away. But there were some mechanics you had to know. There were some some you needed to hit some kind of minimum thresholds. We have that in the Reva mission. Look, they want people to go get Grand Inquisitor. So they're having to do that. They're having to put an a, all of the the relics on that team to make that happen. They're making you put an investment in those characters around some around some mods. And you have to understand the piece. And, and there is there's a failure rate, mm-hmm. but it's an acceptable failure rate. It's five percent. It's 10% of, you know, I think we were at about five or 10% failure rate, which again, I don't think is I don't think that's bad. Like I I think no. that that so and I think they want people to get this character in their hands. There there are guilds. That are having a hundred percent success success rate by uh, streaming. Yeah, and like like I I was streaming it earlier, and we it it is considerably smoother than Cam, um, and it was a case of like where where they're like okay like I can target engineer for example, yeah, and and it was Grand Inquisitor's turn, and I was like you know what, uh, what we should actually do here is Nebit has four stacks of purge basic him because then you'll get to do your bonus attack yeah you'll get to six stacks which means uh grand inquisitor will gain 100 percent turn meter and get to take another turn he'll have six stacks we can throw torture on him you'll get all of the buffs and it just makes it and it's little things like that where like you just have like the extra set of eyes and you're like actually just hit this person instead and it makes it so much smoother 
And then, yeah. and, and these guilds are going a hundred, they're going 50 for 50, which my exact words today were, this makes me think if you're going 50 for 50, you're unlocking this character in three and a half months, which means it's essentially like a conquest unit. Yeah, absolutely. W- without doing all the grinding, all the feats. Yeah. You're doing a, the, the battle itself takes five minutes at the absolute most and that is an off battle i think the majority of them that i've seen and done have taken two or three minutes and and by the way that was how long we needed to spend on rollo that was how long that we needed to spend on ipd that was how long we needed to spend on watt it's Mm -hmm. the same it that that's why again i i know cam is fresh in everyone's mind because that was a ton of effort from that side but you know i let's treat that as the outlier until, until we see otherwise. So um, I'll, I'll be honest, if I was a developer and I built a really awesome character and then no one could use it for six to nine months, I wouldn't be happy. Like I, I'd, no. I'd be actually having a problem with, with kind of organizationally what was going Cause again, and it's, I, I know it's, well, CG wants your money. There's literally no money you can throw at Cam to solve that problem. No. If, if you were to put the problem that you're talking about, if you were to take all of those characters up to Relic 9, that doesn't solve the problem. There so was, there was someone, yeah. there was someone in our guild who had a full Relic 8 squad for Cam and he, they failed. Yeah. I, I have an all Relic 8 squad with some Relic 9s on there and I almost failed as well because I didn't have the turn meters. I didn't have the turn order correct mm-hmm. because I'm like, well, you know, like I, I thought I knew what I was doing and, and actually I, I beat it, but it was one of those like, okay, so now I'm going to actually go do what everyone asked. I'm going to put the correct turn order in place. And and honestly, I'm, I'm now seeing better experience out of them in PVP as well by changing up the turn order that way. So I think it makes sense in the longer term, but um, I, I don't expect them to touch that mission. No, I don't think they will either. I think it will be the Patreon bug and I, I expect also some of these fixes maybe will be the fact that Meathead. Yes, Meathead. I realize that we, we all call him different things. <laughs> I'm like, am I saying his proper name? Meathead put out a post asking for territory battle feedback um, from the community. And I'm hoping that some of these fixes will also include that feedback. So yeah. for, uh, for, transparency's sake i gave my feedback i included the scythe mission and how we felt about it and it, echoing it i also included the fact that the dark side planets just seem to be more tuned heavier like tuned harder than uh the mixed and light zone planets of the same phase see i disagree uh, oh really I, I, saw, I saw you put that i i think that the light side missions are harder in particular, I think the Bracken missions are harder because they go on longer. And the longer that the mission takes, the more opportunity is for something not to go right. Oh, like, see, I, I've dropped more waves on the dark side than I have on the light side. Yeah, I, I'm the exact opposite. I, I have <laughs> I, I, I have I have done offers on the light side where I've I I've yet to do an offer on, on the dark side. Um, mm-hmm. so in fact, I, I think the only the only waves that I've dropped in the in the three times we've done this are any time that I take Slicker because he's terrible in territory battles and I hate him and I want him to go away from Oh, me. Slicker's been a two for two for me every single yeah. time. 
Nexu, he's, he's been great, but I've, 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 I've struggled with him. I've, I've just always had that, that, that problem. So, oh man, um, but yeah. yeah. So I, I think it's going to be interesting. Hopefully they're factoring in just what people are saying though. I yeah. also did point out and I pointed this out to crumb when he was, he did his stream before territory battles went live. He was streaming the territory battle, like on, on the test account yeah. that he had access to. And I pointed it out to him and he did not believe me. And I was like, you have fifth brother in Tatooine yeah. operation one, and you have seventh sister in Dathomir operation five, and you need them for the Reva mission and they yeah. should not be in platoon. So I'm hoping they will fix that and replace them with somebody else. Yeah. Um, and I, and I put that in my feedback post and I said, you know, I was like, I get it that it's not, uh, you're not asking for multiples. It's literally literally just those two once so it's it's two individual characters however in my opinion both of those characters are vital to the mission yeah um it would i would feel slightly different about it if it was second sister and eighth brother um since those seem to be the interchangeable ones you can swap those two around but i i even pointed out i was like for the cam mission in phase three of light side geo you needed shock and clone troopers those were the ones you could use and then you eventually added bad batch to the to the grouping as well out of all of those characters even if you don't have bad batch in there shock and clone troopers cody and uh clone sarge were listed as available characters that you could take into the mission if you had them at the gp requirements not a single one of them was in platoons you can take that all the way back to even like phase one in light side territory battle with the the geo mission that was or the the galactic republic mission that was there all the way through light side territory battles like the where the anakin and snips mission was they were not needed in any of the platoons on, on yeah. that day and you know but to, to that point an interesting one they, they didn't fix that but so yesterday was the first time that we entered phase two mm-hmm. in step with territory battles right with so, like being at phase two yeah. yeah so so we did the and and i found it to be infinitely easier because of the way the missions were aligned that that we weren't kind of out of step with where some of those pieces were so i found it much easier to align teams to be successful on that so like the um Tatooine. I'm sorry. It's not. It's, what's what's a light or mid on day two? Is that Felucia? Felucia. So Felucia, the upper left hand mission, is one that I've always struggled on. But because of the way everything lined up, I could take Vader over to that one and was able to be successful on it from that side because I wasn't right. using Vader on, Vader on something I needed from the previous mission. So I think some of that will make things easier. But uh, they you shouldn't cripple someone's ability to do a special mission mm-hmm. a shard mission something similar to that point um, and i think they need to address it so yeah yeah uh go back so jd there are no suggested teams yet that i know of that don't use any platoon tunes because there are only as of right now three characters that are not in platoons <laughs> yeah. um I mean, I can I can cipher filter through it, but everyone's been platooning everything. Yeah. Unfortunately, they're just all they're all there. 
everyone everyone in the game is in a platoon by by some way shape or form but again we it, and i think we talked about it the first week that we did territory battles zori bliss will never be needed in a platoon every right. character from zori forward will be an unplatoonable character and it will be always be available for you moving forward yeah afra afra riva and zori are now the three that are not actually the only other character that is not in platoons is kit fisto because you need Kit Fisto in phase one. Yeah. Yeah. And then you don't need him anytime after that. <laughs> um, yeah, the question was Cat a platoon character. Yes, Cat is needed yes. in platoons. Yes. Catoon yeah. or Catoon. Cat is in platoons. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it is uh um bad. We were actually talking about this before we started. Bad batch is very minimally in yep. platoons. And they are proving to be very good on the light side planets. Yep. Um, so that could be an option. And, and I think that that's also, it, it's an important thing to, to point out that again, like the Bad Batch characters are needed. They're not needed in quantity. None of the, no characters are really needed in quantity outside of like the weird site that we needed a bunch of, mm-hmm. but because there's, you know, 200 plus characters in the game, they can pull from three or four, you know, use somebody three or four times, but they can they can hit so many of them. That it's still causing a lot of people to kind of challenges around around filling the pieces. But we're I, I think we're done with the days of, you know, we need ten Shaktis and eleven Hermit Yodas. Yeah. Um, in, in this case, so um, hopefully we are at least. Yeah. <laughs> Until we have to take all these characters to relic eight and nine. Yeah. Because that yeah. is. That is a scary, scary area. If anyone has ventured in to look at that, it is. Yeah. Not nice. Um, do you want to talk about because I know you and I were talking about this earlier, a little bit of like the weird TB teams. It kind of relates to this teams that are doing well. Yeah. Um because I know you had one. I, I had one in 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 let's let's call this what it is. I was being a big whiny baby for oh. <laughs> this, this no. week. So I I uh we got our platoon list and I reached out to Sarah and I said I, I'm not complaining and I really wasn't. Um, but you know, I had my 16 teams lined up and then I think I had to give up five or six characters, one character from five or six different teams. And it was like, I don't know how I'm going to do this. And mm-hmm. then I went perfect in combat waves on, on ground waves for that. And, but what I think people are finding is like, there's these weird interactions. Like the one that I ran into was on the Hondo mission. Right. So I did uh dash. IG-11. Uh, I didn't have Queel, which is why this this popped in. Um, I used Bam. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, I'm going to bring in Kara. She was another tank, and I figured she would be helpful. Didn't really even think this through. Well, Kara is a scoundrel. Right. So she works under Dash's lead. And actually, one of the really cool thing about Kara is that when she is... Uh, under a scoundrel lead, mm-hmm. she will not taunt. In fact, she goes stealth under certain circumstances, and she actually gets an increase in damage that she does. And more importantly, because this is on Felucia, she stuns the crap out of Empire teams. So I ran through these two waves, and they were stun locked the entire time. It was like this phenomenally great mission, and I, I think a lot of people are starting to find like oh i didn't have like nor you know quill would normally be in that spot and i've won it with quill in that spot but now all of a sudden i'm like i'm gonna start looking for chances to actually pull kara onto teams 
again, especially against Empire squads, because she's got this phenomenal Empire synergy. And now is you know, scoundrels are the biggest faction in the game. Mm-hmm. I think that middle zone, we're just gonna start seeing a bunch of really cool different little kind of options to to make some of these things work. Yeah. Um and this is the thing, and this so what I'm gonna say kind of goes in hand with like if you think you can't make a team, like I would just try it anyway. Yeah. Because so this morning I was playing on on the Professor X account. So I was in the Felucia zone and Professor X is like the account that has min-maxed everything. So Felicia, you need Relic 6. And I'm like, well, (laughs) Professor X has a ton of Relic 5s, but like Relic 6, like aside from his two Galactic Legends, like I don't don't know what's here that I can use. Um, So I went in. I did the the light side and the dark side first and figured I would cobble something with what was left over for Mix since you can pull from both. And uh, his cat is Relic 5. So I can't yeah. use cat this phase. I went in with Jedi Master Kenobi lead. No cat. <laughs> Relic 5. So Jedi Master Kenobi lead. JTR. So Ray. R2-D2. Um, General Kenobi. And Cassian. Because he's got okay. Cassian yeah. for, for Profundity. Cassian dies like right away, but yeah. you you can't go in short. You have to have a fifth. Yep. So I just took Cassian. Um and it won. It went two for two. Yeah. And it, it took a while. It took me close to 15 minutes. It was very slow. There's not a lot of damage being done here. Um, but it worked. So it, and we're we're seeing this the, the these types of things all over the place. I mean, especially as as we get into like the the phase four missions where it's like, you know, so I have seven R8 characters on my team. I put five of them together and I won. And it, you know, and they're they're just these these weird mixes of of, of teams and characters. And I think your point is like some of it is just sit down and look at what you have in front of you and, and what works. You know, the one that I was uh, again, I, I I was I was disappointed. I thought it was going to work. Is you know, I've got this Afro and it's so much fun to use, but. I had to platoon my IPD and my IG-86 and like all of the damage droids. Right. And I was able to build a team that and, and make it work and got through it. And, and that was, that was fun. But um, Ramius and our, our guild was in the same situation. He had, so I got to keep BT, which does a lot of the damage. He lost BT. He had to platoon his. <laughs> so he put some of the separatist droids on the team. Now, her kit is designed so that it it calls out that the separatist basically it really points out the separatist droids aren't a good fit. Mm-hmm. But I think some of these kits are designed in a way that uh, they're not a good fit in PvP because they don't want you to make these amazing kind of weird loop free teams or those cases. But in PVE, I think you get a lot more flexibility for, from it. And, and I actually used that team today. And it, was, it was a ton of fun and it was a lot of difference. I, I can see why it wouldn't work in pvp but so I, I just think some of this is again don't be whiny babies like me and think that you can't do something from that side but i just start pulling levers but start writing these down as, as you're kind of running across them to find out where they sit so yeah and that's like the the other thing right like you gotta i, I really think you should be keeping track of what you're using yeah. and where because then at least I, I made a small change this time where i kept losing on the Nexu, because yeah. I was using my my Kylo team for the Ackley. Yeah. And I was like, I don't have anything that can really... The only thing I really have left at that Relic level is 
uh like palpatine and vader and like, it just wasn't enough yeah. to do anything to the nexu i couldn't even get past the geos in wave one yeah. um and then i just made the change especially after getting grand inquisitor i was like okay well i will take my grand inquisitor yeah. team and use them against the Ackley, which is easy yeah. easy like mine aren't even modded properly yet like they're still not modded properly the turn order is wrong they got leftover crap mods on them and i don't even have to remod the mission is that easy yeah. with them and then i move my kylo to nexu and now i can beat the reek with c i can beat the Ackley with grand inquisitor and i can beat nexu with kylo and i'm like we're golden yeah so it, and i think part of it also is don't overbuild teams right you know it, it's Lord Vader beats a lot on the dark side. You don't need to stick him with Piet and Darth Vader and Royal Guard and Maul. So if you can break off some of those pieces mm-hmm. to slide, if, so like you can put Vader with with uh, C to to do something, and then put a, a chump in as you know as, as I was calling it the the you know the Walmart Vader. You know where can I get it? Where I where can I get the smaller version of some of these characters? I think start looking at that. And again, I, that, that helps some flexibility with, with platoons is we're looking at preloading tomorrow. I got done today and realized like I didn't use Ray or Jedi Master Luke. Right. They went right into tomorrow's platoons and that's two Galactic Legends that are available for someone else tomorrow. Right. And, and it kind of, again, it kind of scales and it kind of helps across the board from that, that side. And it's good to know that because eventually you're going to be at a point where you're not preloading. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So you want to know what you can sacrifice. Absolutely. Um, and, and that's a good point also that you mentioned with the overbuilding. Like my C team against the Reek is C, Watt, Dooku, Malgus, and Maul. Yeah. Like it's not even a team that I would normally put together yeah. with C. I'm like, here you go. You all kind of, yeah. you're strong enough to go yeah. in here and survive long enough that you will work. Well, it, it, it's back like, you need a tank. All right. So I need someone high enough relics that can take a couple of punches because it only needs to last a couple of punches. Malgus, you fit the bill. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's, I, I've started taking, because um, I've got a minute relic five, I've been taking Gar Saxon in with Lord Vader because he's a tank and he's going to taunt and he's going to do what he needs to do. And that's live long enough for Vader to do the Vader things and then kind of go about his business and, and, and go about his job that way. So, mm-hmm. um, and, and the thing too, so with that is, excuse me, sorry, it works. If you can find a team that works with platoons and without platoons, you're laughing. Like yeah. that C team for me, having no platoons filled, I can win. And it's yeah. usually down to like C and maybe one other person. Usually it's just C at the end. Um, But with platoon fill, platoons filled, only one of them dies. It's usually Watt. Yeah. Yep. Everyone else is there. Yeah. So it's a, it's, it's a nice puzzle to figure out. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and it comes back in two weeks. I mean, that, that's the crazy part. Uh, the, the only other, only other team that I will say that is working really, really well is JTR lead Ray. I, I wanted to to try that. And I think I had to platoon JTR today. Um. 
yeah, there's a lot of teams that I want to try because again, I, I think that they're, they're working yeah. in, in those cases. So, and um, it's also interesting. Cause I think this goes back to what we were saying too, about teams working better in certain zones and yeah. not like Ray, I have noticed is working significantly better in the light side path versus taking her in mixed Yep, and working even, even more better. Like, under jtr lead yeah like it's it's jtr ray bb8 c3po r2d2 and it seems got to be fast i mean it's just got to be fast it is and, and this is the crazy thing jtr can die you just yeah. need her leadership and her leadership stays active yep it's not like they've killed you just need her leadership and then you're laughing like so it, it, it's funny on the flip side i got to uh i did the young lando mission yesterday and i don't even remember the light side team i put around i know i've tried it with with ray on the team and it didn't work um but i got through the first wave and i was staring in the face of a pre-buffed Aiden trooper team mm-hmm. and said oh yeah that's why this stinks because i had gotten there before and it was like one of those <laughs> and it was just like it was over before it before it happened but uh, but to that point, like where people are having success on that mission is not a scoundrel team. Mm-hmm. It's not it's not a, a snuggler team. It's Lord Vader, a couple of dark side characters who carry young Lando through the mission. Right. Exactly. You know, and so it's it's yeah, a lot of it is just figuring out the right characters at the right place and and uh, finding ways to kind of mix and match, match around some of those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Anything else you want to talk about in territory battles? No, I don't think so. Okay. I feel like we have de- derailed a little bit without yeah. fully derailing. We can we can derail again. <laughs> um that's no moon. Did we talk about that's no moon? So so we did this 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 was another thing that that you and I kind of talked about a couple of weeks and it's you know it's the the start of the new year. So we yes. all kind of get to sit down and start building new habits. And we've, we've had some conversations around kind of how we wanted to go about planning galaxy of heroes for the year. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I think it was, it was two pieces and, and one, and I reached out to you about this and I reached out to old man Logan from uh, old man's cantina around this. And it was one of the things I'd like, you know, both of you are in a position. I, I think, you know, you're down to just needing Jabba and Lord Vader. So you're almost right. kind of current with with where the level of the game is. And um, I, I think that for players that are sitting around 9 million GP, mm-hmm. um, it, and you don't have all the Galactic Legends, like that, that's that's kind of the, the the place. And I think there's a lot of players that are in that 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 group. Um I, I think where the game sits today is that that a lot of those players should be focusing on staying current through this this year and 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 what i mean from that is um for whatever reason if we look at like the inquisitors Mm -hmm. uh, they were released last year and a lot of people just said i'm not going to do this i need to focus in other places and what that me being one of them you being one of yeah and and, but getting to a certain point and then having to rush through that uh and, and i i think that that it's amazing when we look at, you know, the the 24 plus characters that we had last year, but just about everyone that I know that kind of maybe started the year in the eight to eight and a half million GP and is now in the, the nine million coming out of the side, they closed 
the, they closed gaps last year mm-hmm. on that on that on those pieces and kept relatively current on, on where those pieces are. And I think that what my experience is, uh, if you're able to stay current, it actually makes it that much easier to keep up with the game as things are being released. And 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 I don't. I am not a I am not a financial planner. Please don't take any any advice from me as it comes from <laughs> pieces. But it's this concept of compounding interest is that if if I can keep all of my if I pay my bills every month and I'm not having to pay off credit card debt, it makes it that much easier for me to stay on top of everything and make progress towards goal, goals further down the road. Mm-hmm. And, and I and I think that for this year, I think a lot of players should truly take a look at especially for characters that it looks like there's something following along with that. Right. Just jump in. The second that it's available, start farming the nodes on it. The second that you can start putting gear on it, start putting mm-hmm. gear on it because gear is not a problem anymore. Right. I think, I think we figured that out over the past couple of months. And, and I, I just, this year I would love to see more and more players to stop taking the view of I'm going to wait. I'm going to hold on because what's coming might be better and mm-hmm. if you focus on what's in front of you, you're going to you're going to have the ultimate kind of what's delivered at the end of the year. So, so the thing that I tell people right away to do, as soon as a marquee character, whatever character that's released, as soon as it is farmable, free to play farmable, farm it. Yeah. You you don't need to do refreshes, but you need to be at the very least doing your five freebies a day. Yep. And obviously, like. This is going to be slightly different based off where you are in the game, because if you have multiple characters that aren't necessarily new, but like even older characters, if you're at a lower GP that you're trying to catch up on, you're farming a lot, right? So in that case, you're going to want to stick with your your guidelines of where you're going. But if you're in the area where the only stuff you're really chasing is the Galactic Legends that are outlying for you, you're working on conquests, and there's these marquee characters that are coming. And Inquisitors are the perfect example. If you are not slow farming them, you are going to be so far behind yeah. of when you actually need to panic farm them. And I was slow farming them when they were released. And very slow farming. Like yeah. there were days that I wasn't even touching their notes. So it was very, very slow. And once I started focusing on them, because as soon as it was in July that they announced, you and I talked about this, July, they told us that Java was coming and that new territory battle was coming. And that was when I was like, okay, maybe I will go for Java next. Uh, Or do I go for Inquisitors? And I went back and forth and I decided to go for Java. And then while I was still slow farming Inquisitors, I will say, and then I pivoted or no, sorry, I went to Lord Vader. Then I pivoted to Jabba and because of him being needed for um, territory battles. And then as soon as we found out that we were probably going to need Inquisitors to get Reva, which was over the summer, yep. I think it was September, I completely paused the Jabba farm to go full tilt on Inquisitors because we had no idea when Grand Inquisitor was coming back. Yeah, And that this is the thing that is happening now is people missed the grand inquisitor event because they couldn't get the shards fast enough they had the gear hoarded they had the gear ready to gear these characters but they couldn't get the shards it's not the gear that slows you down anymore 
Kairos and Gear 12 gear being the exception because that is still a pain. But the other gear, you can hoard it. It's the shards. Yeah. If you don't yeah. have the shards, you're screwed. So if we look at last year, and if I was smart, I would have actually pulled this up and looked, but I think we're somewhere between 24 and 28 characters that we've released. Right. So let's take four characters off because they were Conquest characters that if you show up to Conquest, you're going to get. Let's so that's four. Right um, we had the Profundity, we had Java, mm-hmm. we had the Grand Inquisitor, and we had Afra. So that's another four characters. So eight characters were the result of a journey guide. We had the the first character was the first marquee of 2022 was Aiden. Yep. So Aiden, second sister. I just pulled it up. Sorry. Yep. Aiden, second sister, ninth sister. So you're at three. You had two ships. Um. That's right. Star Fortress and the the the, the and two the new top. ships that came in. Yeah. Those were galactic chases, yep. but that still counts. So you're at five. Yep. Seven sister, eighth brother is so five or six, seven, eight is outrider. Fifth brother and sortie makes it 10. Then you had Radis, Raven's Claw, Chrysanthemum. You're already at 13. Yep. Skiff card and Boosh is 15. Hondo, 16. The murder droids, 18 sauna 19 so 19 characters released and that that doesn't take in the legendaries the galactic legends or other so of those 19 yeah so five of them were for the grand inquisitor yeah four of them were for uh java mm-hmm. four of them were for afra mm-hmm so you're at 13 of 19 characters last year that if you thought they sucked, the end result was a meta-shifting character. Right. So this is why it's it's so important to be constantly farming those shards where it comes in line for that. If you just, if, if get it, the, the release of the Inquisitors wasn't the best. But if people jumped 100%. on that early, the end was the end justified the means is, is what it comes down to. It's the same thing for Jabba is that Kersantan wasn't the best when he came out. Boosh looked cool. Lando looked all right. Those characters though with Jabba, he is functionally breaking the game in certain areas kind of, of, of what he provides. Afro is a little bit later in the mix. The Outrider is the same thing. Really what that comes down to then is that if we now shift it back, it's the the, the Resistance and First Order ships, which were good. Aiden, mm-hmm. um, which again was a good character. Sorty, meh, not, you know, who who knows where that, that sits there in the Raven's Claw, which right. I, I'm told is a ship in the game. I'm not sure I've <laughs> used it. Who but, else knows? But so of that 19, really what that comes down to is five of those 19 ended up with something that wasn't great at the end of it. We can talk about Aiden and the, and the other, I think, two of those ships from that side, which is why it's so important to just keep pace. Mm-hmm. If you keep pace, it's going to result in something good. And we saw this the previous year as well. We saw Galactic Legends released. We saw the Starkiller release. We saw uh, the Executor release. And there were ships and characters that came along with that 
that as long as you're staying current, the end result is going to be there. And we're going to see the same thing this year. Absolutely. And so out of this entire list in the, in the year that was released, the only characters I do not have at seven star are trip zero and BT one. Yep. Um, which I mean, those were released yeah. in October. Well, the marquee was in October. Just, just recently, just recently farmable. Just, is really just recently farmable. Down, so. Yep. And then Sana, and she is not farmable yep. at all. The rest of them I have at seven star. And I don't say this as a brag. I just say it to give perspective. In this last, in this year, I had four Galactic Legends when 2022 started. I picked up C, so I went to five. I only got one Galactic Legend because I hopped all over the place. But I finished my Bounty Hunter team because they weren't fully relicked. Yep. I finished my Imperial Trooper team because they weren't fully relicked. I went after Starkiller and got Starkiller. I got Profundity. I added relic levels to a couple of like hodgepodge characters here and there. And then got Grand Inquisitor and then went back to the Jabba farm finally. So I was still doing everything that I wanted to do. But I've also now have all of these characters at seven stars. So yeah. when I need them, they're already farmed. Yep. And and I think the other mis mistake that people make, well, all of that, and you're going to be current on the Galactic Legends by March. Yeah. I mean, that that's the other piece is that, that all of that work that you put in last year, and, and you, you relatively kept current with everything else, because I think that a lot of the community is not at the Afro stage because Sana is not there. So we can... We can argue whether that, that that's current or not, but the other piece is you're going to be there with everything else, and and I, and I think again it's back to, you know, that's where that that a big piece of the community I, I think is in the same bucket that you are, that they're not as far behind as they were starting 2023 as they did tw starting 2022, and a lot of people again with everything that was released last year, they've got the Grand Inquisitor, they've got Java, they probably caught up another Galactic Legend. It's just going to make it that much easier going in, into the following year. And, and I, I think part of what I hear is, I, I've, I've also heard, and I, I know you've got some opinions on this, of the, I'm just going to wait for it to go accelerated because it's faster. No. It's a mistake. Because you're a year behind. Yeah. You're a year it, back. It, and again, this totally is dependent on where you are in the game if you're in a point of the game where you have characters that you need to be farming um to get say you're going after Jedi master luke or you're going after ray or whatever those characters are accelerated yeah. like obviously you want to farm those first um but if you're at a point where you kind of have mostly everything there is zero need to wait for a yeah. character to be accelerated um lines den how long did it how long did it take me to farm hondo um it took me eight days of doing three triple refreshes on cantina yeah can't, those cantina characters are so stinking fast uh, he's eight energy yeah eight he's in he's in level one of i was yeah. like you guys are putting him here are you crazy okay it, it took me eight days i counted because i was like i can't believe how fast this took yeah um it paused my signal data but that's fine. Yeah. It, and look, there, there are different characters with it where this comes into play. Like if if you didn't 
if you're just starting Iden right now, right, the impact of waiting 12 months to go after Iden is significantly different than mm-hmm. if you are starting second sister in two weeks. Right. Like th- those, those are two drastically different conversations from that side. And part of it is, is understanding is kind of anticipating where CG is going. It's like the second that we saw the second inquisitor. Yeah. Alarm bells should have been going off people's head that some that th- they're building this, this is, we're going to see a lot more coming out of this. A new faction entered the game we need to, you need to own all of the pieces of this faction because there's going to be something at the end of the faction chain that works. Sorty, yeah, I can get it if you, I, I would understand where you sit on, on it from that side, but but we're going to see a Galactic Legend this year. We're going to probably see another another Legendary. We're going to see an end-of-year Legendary event, and we're probably going to see another ship at a ship. Yeah, Those should be your targets to keep current with that through the, through the year. Yeah, and, and this is the thing. I, I said this to you because you and I had this conversation where it was a little bit more applicable to to me when these gear changes happen, these last gear changes. Part of the reason why I've gotten so quickly geared on the Java requirements is because of these gear changes. Yeah. Like, yes, the gear 12 gear is still very annoying to come by and yeah. getting them from gear 12 to gear 13 is the the stopping point for me currently. But like everything else, I'm like, ah. Oh, Already, I'm like, I can't believe how many carbs and guns and stuff. Like, I don't need, they, they're just there. It's the yeah. non-accelerated gear, the whatever, the non-refreshed gear, update gear, is the stuff that's still slowing me down. Yeah. But everything else, I'm like, this is insane. Yes. I was arguably closer on gear for Lord Vader than I was for Java. Yep. Um, And it has been absolutely wild with just the changes so and again it comes down to shards if you if you don't have the shards all these gear changes are going to mean nothing to you because you can't do anything and and i i get kairos are still a challenge and i'm not suggesting this for kairos but everyone should be going through their roster right now and hitting green pluses that are not kairos right it's just it's it's get it up there get it pushed up as characters are released take them as high as you can until again the Kairos are a gate, and I get that, and and I'm I'm not going to suggest you do that because that's going to be a problem getting those cases. But you know, guns, cuffs, and carbonis, just apply them, just get them out of the way because yeah. it's just gonna it's gonna make it that much easier to 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 cross the next gate when that gate is, is opened up for that character. Yeah, and I mean, I think it's very safe to say that they're going to do something for Gear Twelve Gear this year. I, my question is, is it gear 12 or are they going to do something to address um, seven, eight, and nine relics? Because, I mean, it's rough. I think it's, it's pretty rough. <laughs> I think you need both. Yeah. But I think addressing gear 12 fits in with their yeah. alignment more of wanting to get you to relics faster you know that's a fair point because if 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 i was getting double the left hand side gear 12 stuff i could get i could get the zen biddles to get to relic seven probably a lot faster right so yeah that's a fair point so we'll see but yeah it is just farmer shards yeah 
keep moving forward. Yep, absolutely. And and planning out like what you're going to do. Um, for me, like when I did C, I was like, it makes sense for me to go finish my troopers now because yeah. I have three of them at relics. Like that made sense. It made yeah. sense for me to finish my bounty hunters because I had gotten executor of the year before. Like there were all these things that just naturally made sense to fill out. And if yep. you can plan it for that, you're getting really good teams and meta characters at the same time. The other one, and again, this may be a little bit for folks a little bit earlier as we, as we talk about farming shards. Um, the Galactic War Store is great for characters. Yeah. But not every character shows up all the time. So be constantly looking for Dengar. Be constantly looking for Logray. <laughs> yeah. They are, they are not always there. Oh, and it man. feels like we need a, a billion D Logray right now in platoons. So. Yeah, it's true. So huge, huge factor. Um okay. Let let let's be negative. Yes. <laughs> what what is your bantha in the room this week? I'll be I, I don't not enough has happened in the game for oh I've got one. Ooh, yeah. Okay. Since when is IG eighty eight not a droid? Oh gosh, this is this is actually a very good point, like so, super super good point. So I I I chased the IG eighty eight datacron datacron and I I couldn't get it and I burned a ton of resources trying to get it. Mm-hmm. And then actually, I believe listening to Zareth on Gambit, you know, and he made a comment to that point, and I'm like. You don't say no. He's tagged as a scoundrel, so he's he's the scoundrel path. Uh, so it it drove me nuts. What there was a positive that came out of it. Um, uh, that I I taught myself a new trick. Uh, so so I I have a mental gap of thinking about things beyond where I want them to go. So as an example, I spent way too many resources trying to get the scoundrel um can't revive datacron mm, mm-hmm. so i can take out java right and i would get it and i had a ton of reroll mats for that one and i burned all of them and i didn't get it and then one day the light bulb went off in my head complaining about ig88 that because i couldn't roll it because and, and you can't go backwards and roll out of that that scout that uh, that droid mm-hmm. into a scoundrel. I realized no 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 if if I just take a datacron all the way up to a level nine scoundrel whether I want it or not now when I re-roll at level six I'll only get scoundrels not scoundrels yeah. droids and inquisitors. I literally got it on the second re-roll after I got a mob enforcer scoundrel datacron. Oh, I, so I did I, that I for that reason. Yeah. Yeah. So because I was not right. I, I was going to do that. I was going to re-roll for it because I wanted the same data cron. Yeah. And I was like, uh, and I didn't have enough to get to level nine yeah. of the mark two whatever things. And I was just like, and I was sitting at level eight. So I was like, I could roll level six, re-roll yeah. level six. But then it's gonna pick through everything. Yep. So I was like, I'll just wait. 
Oh, I think I actually spent like crystals or something to buy more Mark IIs because I was like, oh, I just want to do this. And I did that exact thing. I took it up to level nine. I don't even know who. Oh, I think I got, I, I think it's IG-88 actually. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but I'm like, I don't care. I just want to reroll level six now and get the, uh, the no revive. So. And, and I was actually happy to get the mob enforcer one because I will never use it on mob enforcer. So now that I, I will just never accidentally like assign that someplace else. Yeah. You know, mob, mob enforcer now equals Jedi master Kenobi. So, uh, but yeah, I, these, these dual faction pieces and when they, especially when they split off into the, it, it doesn't make sense. I just, I, th I think that's silly and I think they need a better job of that. So I I'm wondering if that's like a case of like no one even realizing that he was tagged as both and yeah. they were bringing out datacrons for both. Like that's when you need uh, like to make yeah. sure none of these overlap to kind of yeah. make it a little yeah. bit easier, I guess, or clearer. I don't know. So now I know what I'm doing for the next conquest. I am I am farming a bunch of scoundrel ones so that I can maybe get IG88. Yeah, yeah, that will that will help. <laughs> um, I don't know if I have anything like crazy crazy negative, but I will say they they need to implement some more time management into this. Yes, game because. And this was something that I also brought up in my post to, to Meathead. I said, like, this week right now for territory battles isn't too bad because this is, like, when dark side territory battle yeah. would be. And there's no conquest. We've got Grand Arena going on, so there, there is that. But it's not, nothing's too crazy. When territory battles and conquests are happening at the same time, it is too time-intensive. Yeah. And I yep. say that as someone like who really, really enjoys both of those game modes. Yeah. And I, my, I am on my phone all day that week. Yeah, I agree. Because it's just, especially between two accounts, even more so. But I'm like, even just doing one, I was like, you got to do your battles in territory battles and your platoons and then make sure you have, uh, the right deployments going everywhere that that's more of an officer problem i'm like but then you go into conquest and you're like oh like man you've got to do your refreshes and push through conquest yeah. and make sure you're doing your feats and it is a lot and they need to figure out a way to make it even if it's something like let us pre-assign our platoons let us yeah. anything like that where we could have the battles be open right away and but and, and that's a phenomenal point that you know, they talk about a 24-hour phase, but we really get about 11 yeah. because people need to sleep. Right. And you lose, you know, three hours waiting on people to do platoons and, and, and all of those other pieces. So, um, you know, and again, I, I, I'm stealing something. I, I saw the note that, that you put out to, to Meathead as, as part of the feedback. Um, I don't mind endless ranks. I have right. a problem with endless ranks when the characters have... 400,000 hit points and you're just hitting the same button over and over and over again just to get through a big beefy boy for no no apparent reason you know it's it's um again i, I know there's probably a point in time on some of these pieces but I, I i agree with you i think we just i need a little bit of time back <laughs> yeah so if they could and I, I just i don't know how they do that i don't know if that is 
letting us pre-assign platoons and stuff yeah. like that if that is giving us a sim option in conquest once you hit red crate yep um yeah um i'd love that if that was an option that was there yeah like i, I just i don't know how you go about doing it but yep. anything really you're you're still getting the same level of you know quote-unquote en- engagement but it makes it a bit more manageable you're still going to get my crystals. It just, right. just let me sim it. <laughs> right, exactly. So, oh man. Okay. Um, Pigo, what have you loved? For I love you, I know. So, that so we don't just sound like whiners. Yeah, I, I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna cheat. I'm gonna. I'm gonna use two again. Um. The the first is I had just unlocked Afro when we spoke a month ago. Yes. Um I love that team. Yeah. It is just uh I was so wrong wanting Carsan on the team in a tank because tanks can't make things explode into fiery balls <laughs> of destruction. Um it's Who? it's yeah. Who do you run as like what's your full Afro team? So in 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 territory battles, um I'm running BT and Trip, mm-hmm. IG88, and then I'll throw in IG86 or IPD, kind of it will be another droid, is is what I use in that case. Um in 5v5. It will be Vader in that fifth spot because he just generates so much stinking potent or so much siphon coming out of that that when BT gets a turn, he just nukes the world from, from right. that, that standpoint. So um HK is a little disappointing on, on the squad. Um IG88 is just, I mean, just comes in and just lays waste to everything in, in its path. So um it, it's just a ton of fun. Um yeah. Uh, that that is the first of uh, the second uh this new trea on me it is the most fundamental change to the game i think in the last two years yeah you were telling me you used it you use it today so i use it today for the first time and and, and i um, I know at, at ODB, we, you know, a lot of people like remodding her and getting like special damage up around like, you know, north of 10,000, 11,000. I have her at like 9,500 special offense. I took down a Vader Maul Royal Guard team. No problem whatsoever. That's uh, nuts. It, it, it is. If you don't have it, put it on Trey right now. And if you are putting Lord Vader on defense, stop. Like that's the piece that I'm I'm the most excited about is that Lord Vader now comes off of defense. He, he right. ju- it's just you just can't put him there anymore. It's it's the unless they change this this Omicron, you can't. He he just he he doesn't work on defense anymore. Right. She just takes care of the problem, which again I think is great because I'm not a seven you know Galactic Legends on defense and prey type thing. Um, so I, I just, I, I like it because I think it's just going to move Lord Vader off into offense. And I think that's just going to make life easier on the grand arena side. So, right. I really want that Omicron. Yeah. And I really want to gear them. 
<laughs> There's so many squirrels yeah. and I'm just like, yeah. oh, I want that. So, so it's, it's, it's awesome. Um, yeah, I, I, that Omicron is going to have a probably, I think is going to be, become the biggest, the most impactful Omicron that, that has been released in the game. That's I, I, I think it's going to have that level of a shift. Wow. Wow. Okay. Well, I'm gonna it was it. easy. It was just stupid easy. I need to get it. Yeah. Which means I'm going to have to gear them because they're gear 12. <laughs> Yikes. How about you? Um, okay. So I have two. So I did yeah. get Grand Inquisitor over the Christmas break because yeah. I realized we didn't did we do have we done a show we since Christmas? We we haven't we 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 missed we the one between Christmas and New Year's. I think we decided to to not Star Wars that night. Yeah. I was just tired. Which I mean, <laughs> so was I. But you have yeah. a real reason to be tired. I'm just tired because <laughs> of um but I did get Grand Inquisitor over that event. And honestly, I was saying this today. I feel like I said a lot of things today, but uh the more I play with that team, the more I like them. Yeah. I'm just like, man, this is actually, and, and it really does pay off to learn their kit. Yeah. Like it, it really does. And I, I don't say that to be like, please don't button mash because like I will button mash the hell out of teams if I have yeah. to, but learning that kit is so much fun. And oh man, using them, it's, I, I got to use them during uh, Conquest since we actually got the event yeah. during Conquest. And I was like, it just made it so easy to go through the sectors. And like, I was like, oh, we can three-star this node yeah. and I can get some purge done or I can get some Inquisitor kills done in this phase or I can get Empire kills in this. Like, it was just great all around. So they have been a ton of fun. And again... This was a team that when they were released, I was like, I'm not going for this distraction. This yeah. is a distraction, CG. We're like basically my exact words. And then Grand Inquisitor dropped, and I was like, I don't need this guy. And here so we are six months later. It, it, it's amazing that a team with three cleanses and two AE ability blocks was considered bad. Yeah. Like, it, it, to, your, to your point, I'm like, they throw so many debuffs out there that it's even hard to understand everything that's there, but they're all present. They're all there. Right. Uh, and, and yeah, I, I, it's, uh, I, I've been pushing people. Um, I know eighth brother is really cool right now because of the Reva mission. Mm -hmm. Don't sleep on second sister and understand that she brings a couple things to the table that are helpful in other places, like, mm -hmm. you know, dealing with dual magna guards on certain territory combat missions. Um, but yeah, they're, they're a ton of fun so much fun like just so much fun um so very happy that that i got that java is almost done like that's crazy i i think i said i can't remember if i said beginning of january originally or mid-january was when i was picturing it to be to be done and then yep. i detoured for inquisitors um which did pause my job because I, I stopped all farming. I was like, I need to put all the gear into uh, converting, converting gear essentially for relic materials. Yep. What I needed to do. Um, I only have the three marquees left to gear. I only have Chrysanthemum, <laughs> Boosh and Leia. Yeah. 
Leia and Chrysanthemum are gear 12. Chrysanthemum needs one piece and he'll be relic. Yeah. And uh it it really is the the Cairo and the gear 12 gear that is yeah. slowing me down right now because I'm like oh if you were accelerated a gear this would be fantastic but I'm thinking I will probably be starting like the ticket farm so to speak in a week oh jeez and I fully intend to so this is where I'm torn actually I'm curious what you think I should do. This is a great, great question. I think I'm not biased at all. <laughs> so normally what I do, and I've told you this, I think during my Galactic Legend farms for tickets, I farm the gear that they need. Yeah. Right? So I I see if it's a dark side Galactic Legend, I'm like, okay, I'm going to farm all of this gear because it's on the dark side nodes. Anything that is light side exclusive is what I will buy from the stores yeah. when I see it. Um, and then that way, by the time I'm done the ticket farm and I've unlocked the character, they can go straight to gear 13. I think yeah. I've only fallen short once and it was only by a couple of pieces of gear that I just bought and it was fine. Um, and then I can relic them and everybody is good to go right away. Start farming the ultimates and, and the ultimate mats and we're happy. I want to buy these $5 ticket packs when they show up because it's such a good deal it's like five dollars and you get yep. tickets and you get energy which gives you more tickets theoretically depending how you're using it but it would if i do that i'm not gonna have the gear when i unlock java so because the thing right now that's stopping me i have mm -hmm. the relic materials I don't have the gear. That's that's the thing that's preventing me from getting to the tickets right now to, to start the event because these three marquees are sitting at gear 12. But as soon as they hit gear 13, they're going to be relic five. So I am going to suggest that you don't stress about the gear getting Java to 13. Right. Because... I think that opens the door for getting back to shards on other characters. Right. Like, because the faster you can get out of tickets with Java, right? Out of ticket phase with Java, you can now get back to diverting that energy into other important things. Okay. Right. So that, that I can sense. go back into farming. Yeah. Like theoretically, BT one would be paused because yeah. he's light side. Yes. Yeah. Man, see, and like that—that's the thing. I'm like, do I? So do I come out of it with like a gear eight job? And I don't know where I will end up stopping, yeah. but it's gonna be the Kairos that slow me down. But but again, with with the the rate at which gear is coming into the game, yeah, it's not gonna be a lot of gear. It's not that gonna be a, yeah. And, and there are Cairo nodes that are are still mm -hmm. that are dark side. So you still because if you're gonna get tickets and 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 energy, mm -hmm. you still have to burn that energy that that's there as well. Totally. All you're doing is just accelerating how quickly you you get more tickets in place. Totally. So you know, and I think the the way that I've seen it is it really doesn't. All it really does is cut the like 
reduces the amount of energy that you're spending to do it. But you, so, but you're still having to spend some on that that daily basis. So you're going to get gear from that side. But yeah, I I would get through the ticket phase as quickly as possible because it just I think it just opens up more flexibility as to what you do with your energy at, at that point. Because those ticket packs, um, I can't remember the exact number of tickets that are in them, but you can buy them five times, maximum of five yeah. times. So $25. And um, you can go from far, starting the farm to unlock to, I think it's halfway through your alt by buying okay. it five times. Oh, jeez. So the the only the only problem with that is you can't start farming your alt until you're in relics, right? Right. So exactly. you're gonna have you're gonna have a, a a middle pause in there as you, as you finish up the gear from that that side. Yes. So do I even buy? I may see this is the thing. I just don't know. So. I hear you say all the time that the shards are the most important piece. They are. Which, and again, it's, it's, I, when you have shards, it opens up more doors for, for other, for other pieces from, from that side. And I just, um, yeah, I, I think I would want to get through the shard phase as quickly as possible. Yeah. All right. Well, that, that tells me it. So yep. in roughly, I'm going to say roughly a week, hopefully. I need like 200 shock Kairos. This is, this is the problem. But, okay. So, I don't think Jabba's got an insane amount of Kairos as part of this kit either. I hope so, not. I haven't even looked at his gear list. Yeah, if, if you're pulling out 200 a week and and you're still able to farm some of them during the ticket farm, what are you, delaying it a week? Right. And, and at that point, are, are are you are you in a relic job in the same time frame you're just changing kind of when you unlock versus when you get them to relics right so do i have them sit on my roster at gear 10 so <laughs> here's why you want to do it what if conquest opens up and we get a we get more hunt cartel yeah that is a great point because even yeah. at even at gear ten without his alt, I would probably be able to make him yeah. work. Yeah, especially once you got the discs and stuff. Yep, yeah. that is a good point because he does bring a lot of things. What if what if there's a thermal thermal detonator one? And again, he's just got pieces of his kit that helps churn those things out. And and again, you'd have all of his abilities. You'd have all you know have, have all the zetas and everything up up there as well. Yeah, I just I think I think getting to a seven star Java is is probably more helpful than waiting to have you know a relic five Java. Yeah. Okay. Fair. Um, I know I just want to clarify because Mickey's saying in chat. Yep. Farm do we farm shards before gear? I think it depends on what you're doing project wise. So, for example, right now, the only shards I'm farming are BT1 and Trip Zero. Because those are the only two that are farmable that um, I don't have. Yep. And I'm just doing the five freebies. 
And then all of my other energy is farming gear that I'm missing for these Java requirements. When I was farming the Java uh, marquees, I would do two refreshes a day on those characters. So uh, I don't know. What, what does that work out to be? 15 Sims? And then all of my other energy farms were gear. And I'm spending the three refreshes a day on regular energy yeah. as well. So I'm doing the 50 and 150 on crystal, uh, whatchamacallit, refreshes for energy. Plus refreshing the... the... Yeah, and, and actually Jeff Daniels in chat make, makes a great uh, a great point that the smuggler mission that Java opens up, you can do it with under gear. You don't need his right. ultimate to, to do it from that side. So even mm -hmm. kind of sliding in some of just that that one extra 60 mod recalibrations, it in my opinion, is worth it to accelerate from, from that standpoint as well. So okay. I, I think there's there's some some value there. Okay. So we'll see. But yeah. yeah. Uh Definitely don't sleep on slow farm. Like I call it slow farming, just doing yeah. the five five refreshes or yeah. five not five refreshes, five sims a day, um, which is what I did with sortie. I just seven starred sortie like I don't know maybe a month ago, yeah. and I just was doing five freebies on her a day, and and some days I skipped her because yeah. I needed to farm something else that was a higher priority. But now you have her. Now it becomes a conversation. Just gonna get if if you need her, can you get her geared fast enough? Yeah, exactly. So. so, um, okay. I feel like we did the Discord corner while we, we chatted. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> so, do we want to look at the meta report for fleets? Because we've had a profundity. We right? have. I don't know if we've uh, looked at it recently. Because uh, it has changed. So the last time we looked at it, Profundity was at 25% and Executor was at 70. So and it is now at 49% Profundity, 46% mm -hmm. Executor, uh, and 2% Executrix, which I guess that, that's, no, it's probably Scythe. Um, doing right. yeah playing around yeah testing yep well that is uh quite the g the belief i kind of like that it is so split i will say yeah so looking at the rank one squads um 49 of the standard standard profundity 44 percent of the standard executrix with with the uh cad bane lead then it's uh the triple attacker, then Hux, interestingly, at 1%, and then it's Scythe, uh, Scythe at 1%. Oh, wow. Already on there. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. That's, uh, dang. That's fun. I, I, I wonder if we, I mean, I'm assuming we're going to get another capital ship this year. I would think so. Right? That seems to be what they've been wanting to do. But I think we are going to get a meta shifting legendary ship. Le oh. 
I was going to make a, a joke about who it should be, but maybe but I won't. I, I, I think we all know who that, that ship may be, but I think mm-hmm. that um, an event that looks maybe a little bit like the Millennium Falcon that trans, transforms uh, an existing capital ship into an awesome ship might might be an option there. So the comeuppance for Holdo's ship. Exactly. That's exactly what it is. It's comeuppance. (laughs) That's it. That's totally what it is. Um, Yeah, I could see that. I could see that happening. All right. Um, Do we want to head to Uncle Owen's moisture farm and talk about what we are currently farming in game? Absolutely. Absolutely. Even though I feel like we did. (laughs) Well, actually, I'm curious what you're farming. So I, I'm launching, I, and, and we talked about this a little bit. So I wrapped up my project for last year. Mm-hmm. Um, I now have every Zeta available in the game applied. What's that? I, I have them all. The last one was uh, Cody. Um, so it just happened to be the one that was at. So I started a new project this year that I am calling the New 52. Mm-hmm. Uh, which was a comic book uh, thing that they did a few years back with DC Comics. But um, I have roughly about 63 characters that are sitting at R5. Um, and my goal is to get 52 of those characters to R7 this year. So one averaging averaging one a week um, with every new character that comes into the game, I want to take them to R7 as well. Oh, man. I, I'm starting to think that this is not going to work. I, I think that that uh, because because they're going to add new characters or or for another reason. I, I think it's I think it's going to become too difficult to keep up with uh, the Zinbiddles mm. uh, as characters that need to gear come out. Like this is the first time in a very long time. Like I have zero gear 12 salvage available because i just keep churning it over as, as quickly as possible so um we'll we'll see how this works uh the first two characters i, I did this year to, to start the year i did uh rollo and i did mm-hmm. we're kind of week one and week two uh, i did calling these bonus babies I, I do have some of those gross r6 characters so i'm trying to get those to r7 just because I, I i don't like them but but we'll see where that that goes but i'm i'm trying to i, I want to bring the rest of the roster up to r7 just because um unfortunately i'm afraid that what we you know say that r5 is the is the new r3 as we've been saying i'm getting concerned that r7 is the new r5 yeah that that post is being shifted already yeah it is i mean if you're looking at it i hate to use territory battle as the i don't hate it but as the as the post yeah if you're looking at it from there and if you're looking at it as a halfway point Yep. Phase three is the halfway point, right? Yeah. And that's relic seven. Yeah. That so. and, and I and again the way that I look at it is if I can get everyone to seven, I can selectively go to eight and nine as needed. It's just it's that right. much it's the same thing we talk about shards, it's the same thing we talk about that, is that if you can just get to this level incrementally taking those next steps is, is the place to go. So we'll we'll see how it shakes out. Um, I made I built myself a cool little spreadsheet for tracking all of this, and and uh, we'll we'll see where it lands this year. So, I'm curious. We should we should make like a a tracker that we can watch along. Yeah, with. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious how it goes. I feel like this is a yeah. cool project. Uh, 
and, and I did ask on Discord, and, and, and I think everyone agreed that an average of mm-hmm. one a week is acceptable. Trying to get one a week done, it might be a little little complex just with the spiky nature of how some of the resources come in. So, yeah, as, I mean, I don't I don't know about you, but like I get a lot of my relic materials from Conquest. Yeah. yeah. Um. So. Yeah. Um, I'm just farming the gear that I need for those marquee characters. Java, 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 Java. Ja- it's all Java. It's it's farming their gear, buying their any like everywhere. I'm just looking for it everywhere, and the faster I can throw it on them, the better. Yeah, it is disgusting. I've bought those uh relic those five hundred five hundred dollar five hundred crystal relic material yeah. lottery bundles a few times for the. Uh, carbonites and the bronzium wiring because needed those. Yep. But uh, it's all gear. Yeah, I was Zin Biddles and Cheese Danishes uh, yep. for, for that stretch as well. So I, I was using my Get Three currency to buy Zin Biddles and and Danishes. Um, but I ended up needing more Cairo it's so there's just it's two at at a time and it's not that it's two more than it had but it's just when you need 20 that's a lot of churn that you need through that that as well so um but kairos are a thing man (laughs) it's it's rough it's a rough life yeah (laughs) but it's fine um yeah do you have anything else i feel like no for no uh, real news, we nailed it. We we gave it a good two hours on a <laughs> on a a week that there wasn't a whole lot of updates. So yeah, yeah, I think we did. I think we did well. A week that they announced a marquee character. Uh yeah. So I guess I think we're gonna have way more to talk about. Not that we we normally don't, but in a couple of weeks we'll be mid conquest. Mid yes. new new conquest. Yeah. Um new character, we'll see. Um luckily not new datacron, so we'll we'll have that, but uh, a lot to unpack uh next next episode. So yeah. And whatever these changes are that came to territory battle. Yeah. As long as it doesn't involve any changes in the Jawas, I think we're good. Yeah. Absolutely agree. Um, all right, well. I guess that's it then for this week. Uh, oh, okay. Real quick before we leave, since Lucius is, is asking. Yeah. Conquest tune predictions. Oof. This is so hard because they've been... All right, here we go. Timing works. It matches with what happened last time, last year. Huh? It's a character the community wants. Crosshair. Crosshair. Crosshairs. I was wondering Crosshair that. Character. I was yeah. wondering if that would be it because, yeah. It, it's it's not. I don't think it's going to be a ship. They haven't done back to back ships. Nope. Um, and I don't see them starting that. And and we got. Django at this point last year while 
Book of Boba was in session. Yes. Book of or Boba was just wrapping. Yeah. Um we were in conquest and Boba was happening right around now. Yeah. Because then what they did was they released second sister at the end of January. This is when their yep. their cadence was obviously different or their scheduling was different. Yeah. Because we got second sister and then the conquest right after second sister was her ship. Yeah. Um but I don't see the comeuppance being a ship. I think the comeuppance will be a galactic chase. Yeah. Yep. Um, so I don't see that going to, to conquest. I don't see it being a Kylo lifter. I, just, I don't either. I feel like it's too close to the last lifter. And for whatever reason, it's in my brain that they should not, like, lifters shouldn't be close together, which makes yep. zero sense. I just... Uh, it, that's how it, my brain is wanting to view it. Uh, I don't know who else you would get from Bad Batch that would be as wanted as Crosshair. Maybe their ship, but again, like, I, I don't know if that would go into conquest. I don't. I just don't see them doing back to back. If they do back to back ships in conquest. And the fact that we are getting a character that seems like a vehicle to get us another ship in the game. There's something coming for ships. Like to, to right. me that that's telegraphing something that that's going on with that side. And I, I just, I. That's a good point. I would love it if it was another ship. Right. Oh man. I mean, Makes it real nice and easy. Six months without having to put Omnis on a conquest character. That would be phenomenal. Or gear, really? Uh, yeah, uh, but yeah, it, it'll. Um, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Ooh, do you think it would be something for Return of the Jedi anniversary? Because yeah, that's uh, in April. It's, and that would line up to the to the release around that time frame, right? Because um, we start conquest at the end of this month. We'll get one in. We would un- be unlocking, yeah, in in April. Well, and, and and I think again the the characters for Return of the Jedi. That it, so the the um, the speed bike, the speed biker trooper, and I, I know that the that that scout trooper. Excuse me. <laughs> um I, I think it's possible. Um yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I think it's gotta be a character with a name though. Like I because the, all the con- be. all the conquest characters are named. Are named. Yeah. yeah. Even even the ships are I mean Second Sisters wasn't, but yeah um yeah i i don't know i don't know i think we we've every time that we have tried to predict who was coming we could not have been farther from what was next yeah ah man i I just don't know what they're doing this year yeah i don't know where they're going 
in the Conquest characters, none of them seem to be tied to anything. No. So that that's the other piece of this is they're just they're just cool things that they want to get into the game to to make that work one way or another. So man, I have no idea. Yeah. No idea. I'm super intrigued though. We'll we'll know next week. They have to do yeah. an update on Wednesday. Absolutely. So we will know. Um okay. I think that's actually it now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So guys, thank you very much for joining us this week on the stream or listening. Um, That ought to do it. Pico. Thank you. And until next time, Chewy, we are home.